Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and on Tuesdays, I speak with state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Good morning, Luigi. Good morning, Emily. All right, so we've got some heat coming this week. Yeah, it looks like a hot one tomorrow. We uh, should be in the low 90s, and then Wednesday, even warmer, um, probably up into the mid-90s, if not higher. Uh, but it'll be a dry heat, and then uh, starting on um, on uh, the latter half of the week, we should see some spotty storms, but what we will see, what we will notice is a rise in the humidity. And, so we're uh, getting kind of away scot-free these next couple of days without humidity on top of the heat. So what? why is that? Why is it not going to be humid for, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the heat will go away, but the humidity will show up? Yeah, so that's a great question. Right now, the the uh, air that's coming in from Minnesota is dry air. And um, over the next few days, that's going to shift from a more southern, southerly flow, which is going to bring in a lot of uh, atmospheric moisture from the south. Okay. Uh, talk to me again. I ask you this every year, Luigi, but it's it's one thing to have high humidity, but it's also the dew point comes into consideration at some point, right? Correct. So a lot of people will look at relative humidity, but that's not a good indicator of how humid it'll feel because uh, our relative humidities are generally higher in the wintertime, and that's because... Uh, the atmosphere can't hold a lot of moisture, so it doesn't take a lot of moisture in the atmosphere during the winter to fill the, the air, uh, to where it's saturated. And so, uh, in the summer, um, because the amount of moisture that the air can hold is dependent on temperature, uh, the amount of moisture that the air can hold is exponentially higher. And so, uh, even at 50%, 60% relative humidity, it can feel extremely humid. And so that's why uh, we look at dew point temperatures, because it's more of an indicator of how muggy it feels outside. So will we have some higher dew points later in the week this week then? Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly how high they're going to be. Uh, probably at least in the mid-60s to the uh, high 60s. So... Uh, you know that that's pretty pretty high for here, pretty um, low um, for summertime in the south. Uh, <laughs> but um, it, it it's going to feel about as humid as it gets here over the next little while. Okay. Wow. Well, we'll have to prepare for that then. Um, <laughs> Luigi, a, a tropical storm or a tropical depression was here last week. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so Tropical Depression Cristobal um, drenched southeastern Minnesota. Uh, this is the first known direct encounter with a tropical cyclone here in Minnesota. So we've had these storms reach us before. Uh, typically, uh, they come in through the Gulf, and but by the time they get here, they're just remnants of a tropical cyclone, and it's just... Uh, you know, a, a dissipated low pressure system that, that still carries a lot of the moisture that it, uh, had when it, um, was in the south part of the uh, Gulf of Mexico area. Uh, but this one was still an intact, uh, tropical depression when it reached, uh, uh, northern Iowa and south, northeast Iowa and, uh, brought 
some significant rainfall to southeast Minnesota, anywhere from two to five inches, although we only saw nickels and dimes here in the metro. But it's exciting because it's the first one. Yeah, that's amazing. So what conditions maintained it in, in that way? What, what helped it to stay that way? Yeah, so usually what we what we see is when these storms like Katrina or Harvey uh make landfall along the Gulf Coast, the and 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 you got to remember Louisiana is almost directly south of Minnesota mm-hmm. longitudinally mm-hmm. speaking, and so it doesn't take much of an eastward shift as it moves northward to push it away from us. Um and so we usually have these these fronts that move across the country from west to east uh associated with um uh, the they stem from rather low pressure systems that move across the country and so we didn't have a lot of those uh steering fronts to push it to the east and so uh that's what allowed it to move directly up the Mississippi River all the way to Minnesota Wow, that's amazing. Luigi, it seems like, and I know we've talked about how, you know, when the seasons change, there's a lot of wind as the the things change. <laughs> so, sure. But it's been so windy here lately. What is going on with that? Yeah, so the winds last week, uh, some of that was attributed to Cristobal, um, but it, it has been windy. It has been windier. Um, we're currently looking into that, so hopefully I can have an answer for you soon as to, um, you know, how does this spring fit into historical perspective in terms of windiness, but I have definitely noticed it too, that it has been windier than normal. And the wind is usually just a, a product of the the northern shift of the jet stream from uh, winter to summer as it moves north. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It just seems so extreme. In, I mean, extreme might be a harsh word, but it definitely has been windier to me. Yeah, and this is, you know, this is our windier part of the year. Yeah. Uh, but even that being said, I think it's been a little windier than normal. We'll just, we don't have an answer as to how much sure. above normal that's been. But, it, yeah, we've definitely seen that. All right. Well, we'll check in with you uh, on a future date about the windy conditions here in the yeah, yeah. these days. Luigi, anything else you want to add today? Yeah, no, um, uh, it's a beautiful day, even though it's overcast, and we might see a few showers here and there, but uh, go out and enjoy it. Luigi Romolo, we'll have you back next week. State climatologist, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you very much.